Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Grow As You Go podcast. This is your host, Michaela Deal. And today we're going to be talking about something that I'm currently trying to do as we speak. And it is why waking up early in a morning routine can change your life. So I'm going to go all over a morning routine, nighttime routines, um, why waking up early is seriously so, so, so beneficial for your health and your mental health and your life overall. And I'm going to share with you guys how it's been affecting me since I've started doing it this past week, but I have done it in the past as well. And I've just seen it only positively affect my life. It's something that I've been trying to get in the habit of for quite some time, for real. And it's not an easy habit to form at all. And you have to be patient with yourself whenever you're trying to do something like this. But I'm going to go into detail explaining all the benefits that I've seen, and then we'll break down both of the routines too. But in this episode, we're mainly going to be talking about why it's so important, how it helps with productivity, how you can have a day before your day actually starts, especially if you're working in the office. It allows you to free up your nights to spend in more enjoyable ways, either out with friends, relaxing, doing things that you wouldn't have had time to do maybe because you would have been doing the things and the tasks that you accomplished during the morning by getting up early. It seriously is a cheat code. But so by getting up in the morning and doing these things, it frees up your night so that you're able to spend your nights however you want to. And it just allows for a much better mood and productive day overall. Like I'm not even kidding you, the change in my mood throughout the day and my outlook and the way that I just view everything, it's so much better. And that's why for a very long time, I would say I've been trying to do this since like November like consistently. And I've, I've kind of flirted with it here and there. Like I would do it really, really early some days just cause I had to, but it wasn't the type of waking up early that I'm talking about right now. I've seen what it's like to wake up in the morning and work out like literally at 4:30 AM. I'd get up, go to the gym by five because I want to get my workout in before work. My nine to five is a dental hygienist so that I can get home and have my nights to kind of be productive and all that stuff. But now kind of the evolution of that, I'm trying to make this more consistent. So not just a couple times a week. I really want to make it every day so I can see the overall effects that it's going to have on my life. So by me doing it currently right now, I'm able to share with you what I'm doing and how I have noticed it's affected me not only like currently this week, but also like I said, months ago, whenever I tried this, how you start your day normally controls how you look at the rest of the day and how the rest of the day can go. It's essentially setting the tone. So how do you want your day to go? If we wake up in the morning and we're super stressed and we're sleeping in until the last possible second, the likelihood of us having a super, super good day is not as high as it would be if we would maybe wake up a little bit earlier, take some time to let our bodies wake up, our minds wake up, do things that help to elevate our mood and not bring us down. Maybe like an example of this would be instead of maybe getting on your phone right away, you just sit up in your bed and you take a couple of deep breaths and you decide not to look at your phone until like at least for 30 minutes. I think that's like one of the best things that you could possibly do, but that's just one example. We're going to cover tons, but instead of doing something like that, either deep breaths or even just like going for a walk or something. I think it's so nice to get your movement in early in the day, especially for your mood, but because you're just choosing yourself basically at the beginning of the day. So by you waking up early and maybe putting yourself out of your comfort zone and, and choosing instead of the comfortable option that you could do, which is just laying in bed because it feels good and you want to be in there, you can literally do the uncomfortable thing first thing in the morning. That just shows you that one, you could keep promises to yourself and you're going to notice how much that affects your confidence overall. And it's also going to show you that if you can get up early and make yourself uncomfortable and do that one thing that you can do literally whatever you want to with the rest of your day and you have no limits. 
I know sometimes whenever we are not forcing ourselves to change or grow or try new things or just little things even, I'm not even kidding you, just waking up early or just like new things in general, if you're too complacent, sometimes it's really, really hard to know how good a change like this can feel. So if you've been wanting to do this for a while or if you've been wanting to wake up early, I know so many people, it, the idea sounds good, but it's the work and all the dedication putting into it in order to actually make it happen. You have to make that habit, right? So all of that is what holds people back from doing it. So I just want to share this with you guys because it's been hard for me too, but these are all the resources that I've used to get started with this and things that really, really, really have helped me and why I'm not allowing myself to make excuses anymore for myself to not get up or to negotiate with myself in the morning. Like, oh, you know, I did tell myself that I was going to do this yesterday and I did plan this out and I know how much of a productive day that I could have if I get up right now, but it really feels comfortable in my bed and I'm tired and I don't really feel like lifting weights this early in the morning or whatever it is. I just did this to myself last week. Okay. So I'm going to, I just don't, don't allow yourself to get in the way of your own life and the you that you want to become because by doing that, you are just simply holding yourself back. So if any of this appeals or sounds like something that is up your alley, I'm here to help you possibly make that change for yourself. A little FYI, I'm currently dog sitting. So I had to barricade myself in here. And when I say I had to barricade myself, I mean, I truly just put my ottoman, two little beanbag things on top of it, a chair and my dining room table. I have barricaded myself from the dogs because Shelby's dog was literally right outside of my door whimpering and I was like, I can't record like this. So I had to block them off so that at least if they are making noises, we aren't gonna hear them here. So if you hear anything or any dogs playing, that is what's going on. But so the most important step to being able to accomplish your goal and feel great throughout the day whenever you're trying to get up early is by getting enough sleep. So honestly, this would be, I would say like seven to eight hours of sleep, preferably. Minimum for me is six. I really try to avoid getting six hours of sleep, but obviously it happens sometimes. But my goal with setting this and getting up early in the first place is by, I want to get up at five in the morning. That's my specific goal, like Monday through Friday, every single day. So by me getting up at five, I need to go to bed eight hours earlier. So I'm working on that currently, like perfecting that time every single night, but Right now, the max that I'm allowing myself to go to bed is kind of like 10, 30, 11. When it's 11, I'm out. 11, 30, honestly, is like I'm, I'm kind of, I'm figuring it out still. But you get what I'm saying. You want to make sure that you're having at least seven to eight hours of sleep a night, ideally eight. Not only is it good for you to feel better that day, but like your body needs a certain amount of sleep for you to digest your food properly, to have good workouts in the gym. If you're sleep deprived, it's going to be really hard for you to actually get good workouts in because one, you're not going to want to go because you'd rather be sleeping. And I don't blame you. It's so hard to want to get up in the first place, let alone when you really are needing sleep. And why would you want to get up and go throw heavy weight around or do a workout class or something that's going to maybe not feel so great whenever you haven't gotten that sleep. So that's the whole purpose with that step because you really want to make sure that you're setting yourself up at night so that you can wake up and hit that goal in the morning. You want to make it as easy for yourself as possible. So by staying up until like two in the morning or one in the morning or 12 or even later than you want to, it's lessening the chances each and every time that you allow yourself to negotiate with yourself in that way. Okay. You know, I might not end up getting up exactly when I want to tomorrow, but that's okay. The second we start making those excuses, if you're seriously like wanting to make this a habit, it's, it's going to make it harder for you to do so. And I've noticed this already with myself. 
The most important step to being able to accomplish your goal to wake up early is by getting enough sleep. And the most important thing you need to go to bed early to get enough sleep is a nighttime routine. That's just going to set you up to train your brain the more that you do it to just be giving your body cues to getting ready for bed. So the more that you do your nighttime routine, your brain's like, okay, it's time to start getting ready for bed now. And the more you do it, you're going to look forward to that because routine does feel good. I don't know if anyone can, I don't know if everyone can relate to that, but like routine is really, really good. It's not only good in general for like everything, but like your mental health too. Like having a little bit of a routine to keep you set keeps your thoughts like more in check, I would say, less all over the place, helps you stay productive and kind of on top of stuff. You get the point. I could talk about this literally forever, but let's get into it. Your nighttime routine, it doesn't have to be super long or complex, but to me, a nighttime routine are the things that you want to do before you go to bed to set you up for success in the morning. So that can look different to everybody. The first step to this and creating your nighttime routine is picking the time that you'd like to get up in the morning and then count eight hours back, like I said before. That's the time that you should go to bed to feel your best and really give yourself the time that your body needs to actually want and let yourself get up earlier. Like I said, it's going to be really, really freaking hard for you to get up if you're not getting enough sleep. So if you're, if you're wanting to make sure that this happens, just trying to at least give yourself the bare minimum that you personally know that you need in order to do so. So... Obviously, my routine's not going to be yours. The times I want to get up is probably not going to be the time that you want to get up and the time I go to bed, unless it is. But kind of tweak this however you want. But by all of this, you're overall training your body to get used to something totally new. So be kind to yourself while you try to form any new habits, but especially waking up earlier and going to bed earlier because they are super not easy to form. It's very hard. Whenever we want to form a different habit, for instance, like you want to make sure that you're flossing every day, that's something that I would say is a lot easier for you to obtain than waking up every single day because you just have to set aside like two minutes a day and make yourself do it as opposed to waking up in the morning. There's so many factors that go into play, how prepared you are for the next day. Did you prepare yourself? Um, do you know what is happening in your day? Did you get enough sleep? Well, you know what I mean? All of it. And then, like I said, let's say that you did want to get up, but then you end up oversleeping and then you're rushing for work again. That's just going to affect your day. So be kind to yourself in those moments because it is going to be a harder thing to form again. So just kind of understanding what you're getting yourself into a little bit and not expecting this to be like, okay, cool. I got it. Perfect. You might, you honestly might. And that's my goal right now too. But even within this past week of really trying to do this, there's just certain factors that have came up with my schedule changing a little bit, plans that I've had, things that have made me tweak my stuff around. So I've just had to go about my week a little bit differently. So waking up earlier can be even a different time for you every single day. But I think trying to keep it consistent will probably be the easiest way to form the habit. The best thing that I'd recommend if you want to start small with this is just wake up about 15 to 20 minutes earlier to start and then keep going down each week or however long it takes for you to accomplish that goal. So if you want to wake up at, let's say five in the morning, that's like your goal overall. But right now you're currently waking up at like 630 or something like that. Try to just wake up maybe at 615 for the first couple of days. See how it's going. And if that's already not going super well, just understand that you might need to start smaller and that's totally okay. For me, I just knew that for me to see the like the positive effects of it sooner. I knew I would have to just kind of go full like headed first on this one. So when you do that, just expect to see more air pretty much because by starting 15 minutes earlier, 
you might notice it. Oh, cool. This is easy. I can do this. Perfect. But whenever you're trying to make it maybe an hour or two hours earlier than you normally wake up, that can be really hard. And that can be hard for you to get in the habit of super quick. So just understand that. I will tell you though, that's not what works best for me. So if you want to start big, just pick your times you want to wake up and go to bed and stick with it. It might suck the first couple days, but the more you do it, you're going to quickly realize how worth it it is. So for example, this week I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get back to this. I've been wanting to do this literally as like my new year's resolution for sure. But like, it was already something I was trying to do like last November, last December. And I was doing it a little bit, like I said, like maybe a day or two a week, just because I had to, because I had the actual time in order to do so before I went to work. But, and I was like, you know what? I love having my nights free. Like that's personally like the biggest thing for me. My nights are free. I'm way more productive. My mood is better. And like, for me, like mental health is everything. So like, I, and I think it should be for everyone. So just finding what feels best for you to make yourself feel best and sticking to that. That's like self-love, like self-care for yourself. Just finding what appeals to you and makes you feel your best every day and making sure that that's a priority. I think it's like the best way that you can love yourself honestly by showing yourself, wow, I do have this discipline. I do keep these promises to myself. I'm doing all these things before my day even starts that make me feel so good and are only for me. Like it's literally like, it's kind of like a little remedy for you to be happy. It's like your little happiness remedy. And if you have that in the morning before you even start your day, imagine how much you're going to be able to pour into all the relationships that you have, all of the interactions that you have throughout the workday. You're just going to feel kind of unstoppable because you already are kind of running on those workout endorphins or even just any endorphins at all from you kind of giving yourself that time for you to just relax and chill. If I'm rushing in the mornings, oh my God, like one rushing in general for me is like the worst thing. I absolutely hate it. It is my biggest pet peeve, but I notice myself dealing with that more than I would like to because I'm bad with my time management, honestly. So that's why this is all so important to me so that I'm able to work on that and make sure because I know how much it can negatively affect my day when I'm rushing in the morning and then I go to work and then it just, you know, and especially if you don't like your job maybe and that's not where you want to be, it just is not the vibe. So for me in my current situation, I am trying to make a career change. So I have to do like everything possible to make sure that I am feeling my best every day. But so this week I decided to get started with it again. So I started on Monday. And so Monday and Tuesday, I woke up at five in the morning and I did it. And it was, and honestly, that's just my point right there. Whenever you are dedicated, you will do it. You will make it happen. I'm really sorry if you can hear the dogs in the background. I hear them playing in the living room. But so Monday and Tuesday, they were amazing. And I'm not even kidding you. They're some of the best days I've had in a very long time. And not because I was doing anything super crazy, but because I saw how much more productive I was able to be. I got done something that I've been trying to get done for months. For months, okay? I wanted to create a portfolio for a certain thing for work. And I literally got that shit done. I didn't know how to make it. I didn't even know what to do. I didn't know what would be required in order for me to actually do it. But I did all of that. I had the best days ever and I felt like I was able to be productive and stay patient with myself, even not understanding those things and just understanding like, okay, this is a learning moment for me and I'm not going to know everything right away, especially starting a new career and all of this. So just taking a step back, it allowed me basically by waking up earlier on those two days and each of these days, each day this week, like today's Saturday that I'm recording this and this will come out on Monday, but Every day so far, even including today, I did get up earlier than I would have. So I had goals set, but some of those days I did end up sleeping in a little bit later than five. 
Um, which is totally okay, but this is just me showing you like the realness of how it goes whenever you're trying to form a habit like this. But so basically Monday and Tuesday, great days, got up early in the morning, got up at five, like did all my stuff. And I was off actually those two days because I am only working dental hygiene currently, like not much, like for real, like I'm maybe working like one to two days a week at the moment. And that is simply because on all my other days that I'm off, I am working to like set myself up for my other career that I'm getting into. So I'm out here working pretty much all the time, to be honest, because I know what I want and I know where I want my life to go. So, but we're not gonna get into all that right now, but the whole point of this is that by me waking up earlier, I was able to see like the best days that I've had in seriously so long because I showed up for myself, I prioritized myself and my goals and I was patient and it just allowed me to get the stuff done that I've been really, really wanting to get done for months. I was able to have the time for myself in the mornings to journal, to get in the good headspace that I needed to be in for the day and start my work day early because some days whenever I would be quote unquote off from my nine to five, but I would still be doing other stuff with work, I wouldn't get my work day started as early as I'd wanted it to be. So that can be really defeating whenever you're trying to do something, but like it's just not working. And that's kind of what I saw for a minute in trying to create routine. Like this isn't, this has not been easy for me. This has been like a work in progress for months. So I just wanted to kind of share with you like the stuff that's really, really changed my life and what I think would work with anyone trying to create this habit and everything. But moral of the story, by waking up early, even just those first two days, I was able to get my workday started instead of maybe like sleeping in. Like I, I've been trying to figure out like what goes where in my daily routine whenever you're creating a routine in general, like a morning and a nighttime routine is one thing, but it's so much harder even to take those two things into account, but then also have to create an entire day routine that you've never had to worry about before because you've spent that at an office working in the same area all day long. Like that was never something I had to worry about. So I had to create an entire routine to replace what I've been doing at my nine to five, if that makes sense. So it was really hard for me to do that. So I obviously got my morning and my nighttime routine first. And then I was like, okay, when am I gonna work out? And I wasn't waking up as early as I wanted to at first. So especially being, having the flexibility to work out whenever I wanted to on those days that I'm not at my nine to five and I can kind of work with more flexibility just for my computer and stuff. If you're not waking up at the same time every single day, it can be really, 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 really hard for you to actually like, get to the gym at a decent time. Like I, my whole point of this is to work out in the mornings. And if I'm sleeping in, then I was getting to the gym at like 10, 11, 12. That's like my whole work day. And I felt like worthless. And like, I was like, what am I doing with my time? Like, this is not working. Like I'm not getting stuff done. And it was just affecting me because I was already starting off the day, like feeling bad about myself because I was not showing up for myself in the way I wanted to, to achieve my goals, you know? So Basically, this week, I just wanted to let you know that those two days, I saw a complete change in that where I got up and I got my workout in. Literally, I love getting up at five because that means I'm home by eight o'clock. Like I'm home even earlier. Like I will be home probably at like seven-ish. And I like to walk my dog and listen to a podcast, have breakfast, shower, and all of that, and then get started with my workday. So that's like eight, nine-ish. And that was amazing for me to see that change already, just for me making those small little changes, but really they're huge. So then the couple days after that that came, we had Wednesday and Thursday. I just had certain things that came up. So I think I took the days off from the gym because I had like plans and 
it was just kind of like throwing me off my routine a little bit, but like, you just have to be patient with yourself whenever life happens because it's going to. And as long as you just know how to kind of fall back into the routines and the things that make you feel good, it'll be easy for you to create a routine that you look forward to getting back into. I'm pretty sure Wednesday I ended up waking up later because I wanted to sleep in. I was negotiating with myself. I didn't want to get to the gym in the morning, but I had plans later that day. So if I didn't go in the morning, it wouldn't have happened. So that's what happened. So I didn't work out that day for that reason. And I was kind of like, it's whatever. Like I'll just use this as my off day. Cause I always have one, but I like my off days to be on the weekends. Like I don't want to be working out Saturday and Sunday every single weekend. So Thursday, I ended up taking the day off as well. So that kind of threw me behind my schedules and stuff, but like still I was getting up early and I was still having my work day, but it just wasn't the routine that I had Monday and Tuesday. So I definitely saw that affect those days a little bit, but either way on the weekends for me, I'm trying to figure out exactly what time I want to get up, but I think it's more so going to be like six, seven, if I can help it on like Saturday and Sunday. Um, obviously I can sleep in, like I have no problem sleeping in if I, if I want to sleep in, like that's no big deal, but creating these habits overall, my main goal is Monday through Friday, 5 AM. So that is how I saw it positively affect my life this week. And I'm only going to continue it. Like I, I know I have to do it in order for me to see all these positive changes. And that's all I want. I, I've had enough of the like same old shit for so long. Like I cannot keep doing the same thing. You cannot keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. That is the definition of insanity. Okay. So if you currently are doing something and you hate it, whether it's a job, whether it is allowing yourself to sleep in every day, and you know that by doing that, it's literally affecting your whole day and you have the worst days ever. You cannot expect your days to get better unless you consciously make that change for you to change it up, switch it up, do a little something else. And if it is a career, understand and know that you deserve a career that you enjoy. So if it is something that is seriously the worst thing ever, please start looking into other options for yourself or at least apply to a couple jobs. You never know what could happen unless you apply. But I just wanted to tie that in there because that's a huge thing that kind of goes with my story as well, where I do have this job and I'm very grateful for this job, but I know it's not where I'm meant to stay. So I'm doing all these things necessary for myself to get out of this. And it's only been coming back tenfold. I'm not even kidding you this past week in general, like it's been really hard for me to take a step back from dental hygiene. But recently I was like, I need to do it. So by me taking that step back, I've already seen, and by prioritizing my routines more and more and like my time and being like really really more um, just trying to control like the way I spend my time and stuff for my future. I've only seen it come back rewarding me with like offers and like so many cool opportunities that like I don't even like it's just so cool. It's just so cool. So I just want this to be a little bit of a reminder in here that if you can relate to this and you are feeling a little bit defeated, just know the second you start filling up your own cup and putting yourself first and loving yourself, I promise you every single thing that has felt like a roadblock in your life, everything's going to start working out for you because everything at the end of the day is working in your favor. Even if you don't see it right now, everything that isn't working, all those rejections, whatever it is, they're all redirecting you and teaching you things that you need to know for the person that you are becoming. I didn't mean to go on a spiel there, but basically I just want you guys to understand like how good it is and that it will suck. Um, but whenever you're dedicated, you will make it happen and you'll find your reasons why, which is so important for you personally to stick with the goal. So I urge you to figure out before you even get started, why do I want to do this? because that's what's gonna get you up out of bed every single day, okay? Why do you wanna get up in the morning earlier? And don't say, don't make it about anyone else, like make it fully for you. 
you need to make it all about you in this moment. It's going to positively affect my mental health. I'm going to have much better days and I'm going to feel, I'm actually going to finally have that time to get my, like other, my side hustle going, or I'm going to have more time with my kids, or I'm going to have more time with my significant other, whatever it is, find your reason that really is going to get you up at five in the morning or super early. The reason that's going to force you out of that comfortable bed, because that is not what we want. We don't want to stay there. you got to find whatever is going to make you throw yourself into the uncomfortable because that is what we need. And just let that be the first thought you have in the mornings when your alarm goes off. Like, don't think like, oh, I don't want to get up. Think like, oh, I remember how bad my life was back maybe this year or whatever the year is. I never want to feel like that again. Like something like that. And I'm not going to let it happen ever again. So this is what I'm choosing to do for myself so that I can create a new life and a new reality for me. So if you can relate to that, use it. But just understand again, there's going to be days that you fail and you choose to sleep in and some days where it may be what your body needs. So no, it's okay to listen to your body here and there. But if it's happening more times than not, it might be you negotiating with yourself. And that's ultimately just going to stunt your growth. But I do get it. It's not easy, but you can do it and it will change your life for the better. I promise. I wholeheartedly promise you that. But like I shared with you from my past week with my experience from just like waking up earlier and trying to make this a habit, my wins were actually getting my stuff done and seeing all the positive changes. My losses were maybe not getting to the gym as early as I wanted to, not waking up as early as I wanted to. I definitely had some losses this week, but the reason I'm not even looking at them as losses is because I learned from them. And it's all about how you talk to yourself in those moments whenever whenever maybe you decide to sleep in a little bit more because your body needs it. Even if you have a good reason for it, we can be so hard on ourselves if we want one thing and we don't end up doing it. You know what I mean? We fail ourselves in a way by not getting up when we wanted to or whatever. Even if you don't realize it, you are, you personally, you're taking mental notes of, oh, I didn't follow through with that. I can't really rely on myself. You know what I mean? And you start to like talk to yourself a little bit negatively, or maybe you understand or you see the effects that you aren't having as good of a day than you had the past two days before that, which was my case where I was like, oh, like I felt so much better the other days and I felt like I was more in control of like my productivity and everything like that. So by not getting up at that desired time every single day, you might notice that, you know what I mean? A little difference here and there, but just knowing how to talk to yourself in those moments because it's okay to mess up. It's okay to listen to your body and fail some days. Like it's going to happen. So in those moments, instead of being like, oh my God, why did you do this? You're so stupid. Like you're the worst. Like, why do you never do anything that you say that you're going to do? No, no, no. You want to stop and talk to yourself the way that you would talk to your friend. It's okay that you didn't get to that today. I'm sorry that you feel this way. If you needed a minute, you took it. And I'm proud of you for taking that. Like there's nothing wrong with you needing a minute. You can get back to it even better tomorrow. Like, honestly, like, and it's kind of crazy to think about because whenever you just try to flip it that way and talk to yourself the way that you would talk to your friend, it's so easy for you to see the errors in the way that you're talking to yourself. Cause it's like, why are you being so hard on yourself when you wouldn't treat any of the people that you love that way? So how can you possibly say that you love yourself? You know, this is deep. How can you possibly say that you love yourself? as much as others, as you should, you should totally love yourself. That's how you're going to see like you in your best light, 
How can you say that you love yourself if you're not even treating yourself with the respect that you would treat the people that you care about? Or even not even the people that you care about, people that you don't even know. If you're treating people that you don't even know better than, than you are treating yourself, there's a freaking issue happening there. And so I really, really encourage you to work on the way that you talk to yourself. So to wrap that up, basically, instead of being very hard on yourself, you just want to be like, hey, it's all right that we didn't do that. Now we can do this later, even though that didn't happen. It's okay. There's nothing we can do to change it now. It's in the past. So how am I going to do, what am I going to do in this exact moment now to make myself feel good? What are we going to do to kind of get back on track? There's no reason to let things that happened in the past get in the way of your productivity right now. It's okay to have emotions. It's okay to have feelings, but deal with them and kind of allow yourself to have that moment. Never take away from those feelings, like let yourself feel whatever it is and then allow yourself to be in like mode of, okay, how are we going to feel better? What are we going to do next to get out of this moment or this like negative thought pattern spiral that you're on? You know what I'm saying? I really didn't expect me to like start going off about like this stuff, but I think it really pertains and it is really important in this topic, especially, but in general, like you really, really, really should be more cognate, cognizant. <laughs> what is that word? Cognizant? You should really be more cognizant of the way that you talk to yourself. I don't know. I just had to look that up to make sure I use that word correctly. And I did. Okay. Cognizant. All right. There we go. Vocab word of the day. Cognizant. All right. Which for anybody that isn't quite sure what this word is, having knowledge or being aware of. All right. I feel like it's really important to like expand our vocabulary. So I'm, that's why I chose to include that because clearly I was not positive about that word five minutes ago. But instead of those moments, maybe ruining our entire day or giving yourself permission to let it just ruin the whole day. Don't do that. We're not doing that this year. Okay. If you have a moment that doesn't go your way, no big deal. We're just going to kind of learn how to fix it and just don't be too hard on yourself. All right. So getting into the nighttime routine. So you obviously are going to have one that's different than me. Or you can take as little or as however much from this that you want. I really don't care if you copy it. But nighttime routine for me. I started this last year. I want to say like November or December of 2022. And I always will start by putting on pajamas by a certain time. So the reason for this, whenever you get in your PJs, okay, or just like the outfit that you're going to sleep in or whatever, it, once you get ready at that time, it cues your mind to know, okay, it's time to get ready for bed. Like we're getting in our little routine. We're setting this up. So for me, I put my pajamas on by like 8.30, 8.45. I want to say it's more 8.45, but some nights I'm already like ahead of schedule and I'll just put them on at 8.30. But so the first thing I will do then after I get dressed is tidy up the kitchen. So I will tidy up any surfaces if cluttered always. So this isn't even just for at night. So this is a new thing that I started whenever I kind of got into routines and organization, which honestly was like last, like August, last July, maybe. And it's literally helped my life so much. So anytime that I'm doing anything, I'm always tidying up. So even if I'm getting ready to go somewhere, like let's say I'm going to dinner or something, I will always clean my bathroom and tidy it up before I leave. And it doesn't take a super long time. I just know where everything goes so I can quickly put everything back in the space that it belongs in. So that's what I started doing. So basically whenever I'm in my nighttime routine and I go to tidy up, there's not a whole lot to do, which is amazing. So if you're someone who has been trying to get better at being clean and tidy, I want you to know same. Like I have, I have been like where you are now, if that's, if you can relate to this, where it seemed like, oh my God, how am I ever going to get this figured out? 
You just got to take that time and prioritize yourself. I swear to God, you can do it. You can do literally whatever you want. I found a lot of joy, to be honest. It sounds really like ridiculous and nerdy, but I found a lot of joy in keeping my house clean. If your house is not clean and tidy, you cannot expect your mind to be clean and tidy. Are you following me? So basically, I will start in the kitchen and I'll tidy up anything there and anything that I need to do in each of these rooms, I'll kind of just do it while I'm in here. But so then I will tidy up any surfaces of cluttered. So the dining room, my living room, my bedroom dresser and nightstand, and I'll make my way to my bedroom starting in the kitchen first. So the more that you do this, the less you have to do each day, like I just mentioned. And even cooler, the less you have to think about your routine, like you're just going to know what to do. Hence, making it a routine and making it a habit. And once you do, you're going to be like, holy crap, like I'm so cool. I'm so unstoppable. So what I will do whenever I get started in the kitchen, I will pack my lunch for the next day if I'm working at like my nine to five and I meal prep every Sunday. So it literally only takes a second. But by doing these little preparation things that I do, like meal prepping every Sunday, it sets up all my goals fitness wise and it helps me to save money and it helps me to have meals that I'm excited about. And it helps me to like just overall limit the amount of time each day that I would have spending on things that I don't need to be doing. Like if I do that on Sunday, when I pack my lunch the next day, I literally just have to throw it in a lunchbox, you know, so quick and easy. Then I will pre-pack my pre-workout and my creatine in my shaker bottle and I will leave it out so I can see it along with my grains and my other supplements and stuff that I take every morning. The reason I do this, it just takes the thinking out of my morning. And obviously when you're creating a routine, especially in the morning, it's going to be harder for you to remember everything. And that can be really defeating if you're already forgetting steps, like right in the beginning of the day. So you're just setting yourself up for success the night before so that you can wake up and you see it all. So you're like, cool, I just know to grab this and I'm out the door. So that's the purpose with that. And you really don't have to do that, but that's just something that's really helped me, especially with ADHD. Like if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. I could possibly forget it. So that is why I love to pull things out the night before and just have them sitting there so that I can know if it's sitting out, I haven't done it yet because I would put it away afterwards also. So it's just little like visual cues that have helped me a lot. And then I will pick out my outfit for the gym the night before and I will lay it out. So it reduces my decision fatigue in the morning and it also takes way less time in the morning too. I am very much so a lollygagger in the morning. Like I will just be out here like putzing around like, and I will notice it. And it's like, why are you out here like wasting your time? And that's why I want to wake up earlier because I want to be able to move slower in general, but I want to, I'm still figuring out my speed in the mornings. And having times that you're going to get to the gym by, that helps you kind of time manage and stuff as well. Then I would do my skincare, brush and floss, and then I will rate a to-do list for the next day. This one has literally changed my life, especially having ADHD. So when I plan out my next day, I will plan out even what meals I'm eating. And if sometimes I won't, sometimes I won't do this, but I, I try to, cause it really, really, really helps me. Like I'll plan like what I'm eating for breakfast, what I'm going to have before I go to the gym in the morning. Cause I like to eat my breakfast when I get back from the gym and what lunch I'm going to have, what dinner I'm going to have. Not only does this help me keep on like stay on track with my fitness goals, but it again, takes up less time during the day when I'm sitting there like, oh, what am I going to eat? Also helps you make sure that you're not eating out because you don't feel like thinking about something to make. You don't feel like making it. It allows you to make sure that you already have everything figured out so that you can just kind of eat those meals. So planning it, I totally recommend. Also knowing what workout you're gonna hit the next day too, if working out is something that you're gonna be doing. By having it done ahead of time, that not only reduces any type of anxiety that you'd have about going to the gym or gym anxiety. If you're new to the gym, it just helps you feel prepared. Not even gonna lie to you, ADHD medication has helped me tremendously 
obviously in the amount of productivity I'm able to achieve, staying focused, stick to things to complete tasks, and less distracted and way more self-disciplined. I've been on meds for about a month, a little bit over, but I can do an episode on how like that's all going if you guys want me to talk about that. So if you want me to go more in depth with that and like my medication journey, I can talk about it. Um, but I have like no complaints, honestly, like I, I'm very, very happy to be on it. And the main reason I got on it was because having a career change, I wanted to be able to manage my time better when I'm at home, just because I don't have that issue when I'm at my nine to five, because I never had to worry about it. I know what I'm doing all day, every single day. So now with starting somewhere completely new, I have so many things I have to tackle that I literally don't know how to do unless I teach myself. So it just takes a lot of willpower and a lot of self-discipline. And I just felt like I needed a little bit of a boost and help in those areas. And the medication, obviously I have ADHD, so it's helped me a lot. I'm hoping to not need it at some point, honestly. Like I don't really feel like I need it right now, but I, I do like at the same time, like in order for me to do things a certain way and to have the energy levels and just everything has just been really better for me, I would say since I've been on it and I feel totally the same. So I don't know if it'll be something I'm on forever, but at least for a minute. But the whole to-do list thing, by having that, you were able to just cross it off each day. So working from home especially or whatever, I'm able to understand what my goals are for the day and what things are a priority for me to get done. And you can rank them like by most important so that you know that you're not wasting your time doing other things if you really, really need to get that one thing done. Definitely recommend getting a planner that you like that's going to make you want to use it. Like if you get a planner, no, like this is just seriously like how it goes. If you get a planner that you, that is not aesthetically pleasing to you and you, you're not going to want to use it. You have to get one that's cute. You have to get one that appeals. And I have a really, really freaking good one. It's by Sophia Lee. So if you want to look that up, um, Sophia Lee.com, she has the best planners ever anywhere from like monthly expenses, budgeting for vacation. There's so much in there and I need to use all of it to the fullest, but like I use the the daily planner every single day and I'm scrolling through it right now. But basically for each day, it goes from five in the morning to 11 PM and to-do lists that you can just check off for each and every day. And then there's monthly goals for each month. And she made this specifically because every single planner that she tried to find, she never could find with hourly breakdowns from five in the morning to 11. So just a little fun fact there. So if you're looking for a good planner, it is a little bit more expensive, but I promise you, you're going to use it and it's going to be well worth the 40 bucks you spend if that's what it is. And then I will do affirmations, talk to myself about the day, honestly, before I go to bed. Um, or at least I'm trying to make this more of a habit. This just really helps you understand how much you got done that day. And you're able to kind of just have that little moment with yourself. I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but Honestly, just saying things out loud to yourself in the mirror. I think that you should be comfortable doing that. I don't think that there's anything weird with that. Just saying like, I am brave, if that's something you wanna be or whatever. Like I am confident. I am good at talking to others. I am friendly. I am outgoing. Whatever it is, just being able to say a couple of things that are nice to yourself in the mirror, I think that goes a long way. But also I'll be like, all right, listen, this is what happened today. Maybe you didn't do this right. That's okay. Like you don't need to be hard on yourself and you don't need to overthink it. Let it go. Tomorrow's going to be better. We learn from that. Like it's honestly just the way that you talk to yourself like that. So I'll try to kind of have a little bit of a conversation like that with myself before I go to bed. And you can also journal and stuff too. Um, but just doing something like that to kind of brain dump, I think is really important and helpful in your mental health and your confidence and self-love. If you're not reflecting on your day, it's going to be really easy for you to repeat the same mistakes the next day and the next day 
and the next day. So by just even saying it out loud, or you can even talk to someone if you're in a relationship or you live with someone if you want to do it with other people. But you know what I mean? Just little things like that. I think that's a really good way of holding yourself accountable. All right, coming up on the last couple things I do. I know mine might sound really extensive, but like these are all things that I just started doing as I was like creating my nighttime routine. So they're all very natural to me personally. But I have an essential oil diffuser. So I'll put a little bit of lavender, rosemary, eucalyptus, whatever. And it each night before I go to bed, I like to just have that on. I think it's just like calming. And it's just a little nice thing that you could do for yourself. And then I will visualize my day tomorrow. So that would be from my to-do list. So it kind of goes like with the same thing, but I'll just think like, okay, I'm going to get up tomorrow at this time. I'm going to get to the gym by this time. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And just kind of like thinking it through. I'm going to have this for lunch. I'm going to have this, like I have this tomorrow night. It just helps you kind of stay on track with yourself. And I think it helps keep your mind clear. All this stuff that I've learned, I've learned through a course that I took, um, Sad to Savage with Shelby Sacco. And I love her so freaking much. Her course honestly completely changed my life. So if you're looking for something to kind of just help get you kickstarted in the right way of becoming the person that you want to be. I totally recommend that. So I will try to link her socials down below so you can find her and find her course because it really, really, really has changed my life. And it is a little bit pricier, but it is all about investing in yourself. Okay. And I, I only have positive things to say because a lot of the things that I'm telling you and the fact that I have a nighttime routine and a morning routine, and I like, am actually able to be and do the things that I'm doing. A lot of it is because of the course honestly. And like, I learned a lot of this stuff that I'm teaching you in the course. You should honestly always be wanting to grow and evolve as a person. So, you know what I mean? A course in general, it, let's say it could be about anything. If you want to become something, you could, there's always a course that you could take to kind of just help educate yourself from people who are already doing that thing. And I think it's just a really good way of kind of, I don't know, channeling your future self. You don't have to take a course or anything though. This is not an ad or anything like that, but I just wanted to share that because it really did personally help me. But last few things I do, I will always do my nighttime journaling. So I use a five minute journal that you can get on Amazon. I will also link that below. And most of it you do in the mornings, but it's literally takes five minutes overall. You can do that for yourself. You deserve five minutes to just sit there and write a couple of things out. It helps you practice gratitude and things that you can get done that day. It helps you be mindful. But the ones that I do at night, it says um, three highlights of today and what I learned. I think that's so important. I, I love, obviously you guys can tell I love this shit. Like I love this type of stuff, but it helps you to realize the good stuff that maybe you already forgot about that happened today that were really big moments for you that you already kind of overlooked and to be grateful for those moments. And then also you learn something every day. You learn several things every day, but to write it down on paper, I think it's really cool too. Cause you can look back on it when you're done with the journal and be like, wow, these are all these things I learned. That's so crazy. That's so cool. So after I take like maybe two minutes to do the nighttime part of that journaling, I will read for 15 minutes. So I'll set a timer on my phone. I'll say, Hey Siri, set a timer for 15 minutes. Once it goes off, lights are out and I'm going to bed. So lights are out by 10 PM, 10 30 at the latest. My goal honestly, which this has kind of been hard for me to get is 930. I want to be in bed lights out by 10. That's my goal. Okay. So that's my nighttime routine. Like I said, it might sound really overwhelming to you, but I don't mean for it to be. I just wanted to give a little bit of like inspo for things that you could do that might sound good to you to put in your nighttime routine or things that, you know I mean? Have helped me. Why wouldn't I want to share that with you guys so that maybe you could do the same thing, but if it appeals to start off smaller, definitely do that. 
So going to bed, sleeping eight hours, jumping us right into our morning routine. Okay, waking up early. So again, it doesn't have to be super complex or overwhelming. Find some things to add that work for you and set you up to get in a good mindset to have a good day. So that is what I wanted to let you know about your morning routine. So the first thing that you're gonna do is get up by the time that you set. For me, it's 5 a.m., Monday through Friday, weekends. Like I said, still figuring it out, but like six to seven-ish, not sure, because I do love sleeping. Honestly, I'm happy if I wake up at eight. I feel like that's early for a weekend, you know? So I, I'm not too picky on the weekends, and if I wanna go out, I'm gonna go out and then sleep in if I need to. But this is just my blueprint for what I'm trying to kind of do all the time. But so create something that you do first thing that doesn't stress you out or cause anxiety, but allows you to wake up your mind to not fall back to sleep. So an example of this would be sit up in your bed right when your alarm goes off. Instead of allowing yourself to like keep sitting there, try to force yourself to sit up and drink water, preferably something that requires you to pick up the cup and hold it to your mouth so that you can't take a drink while you're laying down. This is something I learned in the course that I just mentioned. I learned a lot of this stuff in there, but this really does help. If you have like a cup on the side of your bed and you sit up and you have to actually lift the cup up to drink it instead of it having a straw or something, the point of that is so you can't drink it while you're laying down. Because if you're taking a drink while you're laying down, you might get a little too comfy and then just put your head down and then you're out. You know what I mean? So something I learned from her course was that the first couple minutes that you're awake, like the first five to 10 minutes, your brain is not like conscious. Like that is your subconscious. So, so that's why you forget that you turned off your alarms. Sometimes you'll turn them off and go to bed. So by you forcing yourself to really like wake up a little bit more, that's, what's going to help you from making subconscious decisions that you maybe are going to be upset with in a couple hours. Another example, something that you could do to kind of force yourself to wake up is to have your phone maybe plugged in across the room. So you have to actually physically get up to shut your alarm off in the morning. This helps eliminate that accidental shutting off your alarms or maybe snoozing your alarm and then you're out because the more snoozing that you're doing, the more snoozing that you're doing for real, which I guess that's probably why they call it snoozing. But for me though, I have a hatch alarm clock. You can get dupes of it on Amazon, but I really do love my hatch. It is more expensive. It was like 130 bucks, I think, but I was dead serious about this routine. Okay. As if you can't tell. I'm pretty freaking serious about this. So I was willing to invest in something because I knew I was gonna have it for a very long time and I think it pays itself off, but, and it's really nice quality. And there's Bluetooth, like there's an app that you can use to kind of control it and stuff. But so once my alarm goes off in the mornings, I will let it keep playing until I physically get up and hold in the top of the alarm. That's how you turn it off. And I don't have mine on my nightstand. It's actually on my dresser. So I do have to get up to turn it off. I really do need to get back in the habit of drinking water before I do that though, because it does allow me to not like sit and negotiate with myself. Like I said, like, oh, you know, like the second I sit up in the mornings, like it's really not that hard to get up. It's just the initial uncomfortability of getting up out of that comfortable bed. One huge tip I will give you, do not start checking your phone if you can help it or start scrolling. It's the perfect way to ruin your morning, for real. You're gonna see something on there that could affect your mood. You're, there's so much news, a bunch of stuff that you could see, you, you know what I mean? Obviously like if you want to check your text or whatever, check it, but don't feel like you have to answer right away or anything. Like, I think it's important to have like that moment for yourself as you're waking up in the morning and just chill and like not feel like you are in demand to have to like already be on responding or doing certain things. And so that's why I recommend like maybe try to stay off your phone because I know how it can affect me. And if you wake up in the morning with a little bit of anxiety, it can just add to that. So trying to practice self-discipline by like not grabbing the phone first thing, like obviously grab it, maybe turn on 
on a playlist or something, but don't start like getting too much into it because that will probably procrastinate your morning routine, get you off schedule, and again, affect your mood negatively. I honestly really actually like to take a few deep breaths before even starting my day, or you can even meditate or something like that too. But literally just taking a couple of deep breaths before you even get out of your bed, I think really helps because I find for me, breathing doesn't come super easy, whether it's in working out, whether like a number of things go hand in hand. I don't think I breathe deep enough or I don't think that like, or whatever. So by starting my day just with a couple of deep breaths that are like just while you're getting out of bed, I think that that just gives your mind a moment to chill and again, wake up slow. The next thing that I personally do is take time to pet my dog. And I actually put this in my routine when I was planning it out, like, because I noticed I wasn't taking enough time to just sit and pet my dog. And that might sound really like ridiculous and silly to some people, but like, do you know how much stuff that we're doing all day long, day to day that we're like distracted, like we're half distracted doing? Like I noticed I would pet my dog like half on my phone. And like to me, that's just not like good enough, I don't think. And I feel like it's just not really quality time. So I've really tried to make the conscious decision of like actually just like petting my dog and like trying to not be on my phone, you know, or at least a little bit more than I can help because I am on my phone a lot and I do work for my phone. That's just another reason that it's nice to wake up early because you really aren't super rushed and you have time to enjoy the little things that maybe you haven't had time to enjoy in a long time because you've just been rushing. And that is kind of why I felt like I wasn't giving even my dog the time that he deserved. Like, yeah, I would take him on walks every day, but like not enough time to just sit and pet him and play with him because I'm too busy rushing around, working, the gym, like a million things. So if you can relate to that, I would encourage you to try to pet your, like your pet, your animals, just a little bit more and be intentional with that because you're gonna notice how much it positively affects not only your mornings, but like your day. Then I normally I'll let my dog out. I'll feed him and then I will do my skincare brush my teeth And then I'll pull up my hair get dressed for the gym Journal devotion pray me personally and I'll drink bone broth That's something that I like to drink in the mornings just because it is a high protein source So there's like 10 grams of protein in there. I use kettle and fire So if you guys want to try that I do have a code with them because I genuinely love them so much that I asked if they would give me a code So I have that if you guys want to use it but you definitely save. I want to say it's like you save 25 or 15% if you use my code. I lied. It's actually 20% off, but I will have the codes and the links to the things I'm going to talk about that I use every single morning down below. I'm not getting paid to tell you anything like this, but I wanted to share the benefits of the reasons why I take the things that I do. So the Kettle and Fire Bone Broth, it promotes gut and digestive health. And honestly, like most bone broths will have the same benefits. This is just the kind that I use. It also supports joint mobility, supports hair, skin, and nails, supports better sleep, and a bunch of other stuff, to be honest. But that's just the main stuff. But I love that it does help my gut. And I also love that there's 10 to 11 grams of protein in half a cup of bone broth. So that's what I'll try to have whenever I'm journaling in the mornings. And my favorite flavor is turmeric and ginger. So freaking good, but they're all so good. I'll grab my pre-workout and pack and eat something before I go to the gym that I planned the night before. And then I'll go to the gym for about an hour, an hour and a half. Then I'll come back, walk my dog and listen to a podcast during. And then there's so many freaking podcasts that I listen to. So if you guys ever want me to do a podcast just on podcasts even that I recommend, I totally have no problem doing that. I'll come back and shower, get ready for the day, and then I'll have my breakfast that I planned also, and then I'll have my greens, my supplements, and my CMOS. So the greens that I take, they're the brand is Memory. They're literally the best greens that I've ever tried, and I will never switch up my greens. And I have worked with greens brands. This is my favorite greens powder I've ever had, and I will not switch it up. I've already gotten a lot of my friends on it, and anybody that has tried it, they're like, oh my god, like I'm obsessed. 
for real, this is not a joke. This is not a joke. And I'm going to tell you why this greens powder in particular is better than the other ones that I've had in the past. And again, if you do want my codes, I will, I do have a code with memory and I do have a code with my CMOS and I do have a code with my supplements, but I swear to God, it's because I was interested in all these things anyways. So it just worked out, but you do not need a greens powder. You don't need to take a greens powder, but I'm going to tell you why I do. So one, you get one leafy serving of greens just from taking your greens powder and you can have as many scoops as you want a day like I only do one but I know that sometimes you can do like two scoops and get double the serving I think that's really cool there's a lot of like good stuff in it but it really helps with cognition this one in specific but so it helps with cognition so it maximizes your memory your learning and your thinking and there is evidence to support all this but I'm giving you guys a very brief brief rundown also is really good for your gut health and it improves that with naturally occurring probiotics and prebiotic fiber from fermentation also helps to enhance your mood so it's natural pick me up with mood boosting properties that help fuel serotonin production like are you kidding me i've never had a greens powder like to be honest one that i liked and it tasted good and two that it actually had all these other added benefits to it like mood stuff and like, are you kidding me right now? And also energy. This one's huge for me. So it provides an organic energy boost without the jitters and contains natural electrolytes. It is vegan. It is gluten-free, has zero sweeteners, and it's literally just naturally sweetened by blueberry and apple. So my favorite flavor is the blueberry green tea, but they have a couple different flavors. But I just wanted to put you guys on because like I would be doing you a disservice if I didn't. I genuinely am like fully obsessed with this greens powder. So if you ever try it out, I think it'll be one, one kind of good healthy habit to incorporate in your morning routine that will get you going, get you going and it'll make you feel good too. And so basically one thing that they really talk about with this greens powder specifically, instead of having to reach for something at the like end of the day, if you need like two cups of coffee, normally you can just have memory. I don't drink coffee on a daily basis. I do not. So having this helps me keep, like stay alert and feel like I don't need anything. Obviously I'm also on ADHD medication, but I think somebody who doesn't have ADHD, you'll have like the same effect. But so kind of after I eat and take my supplements and all that stuff, I will start my work day when I'm working from home by 9 a.m. at the latest. And then I'll unload the dishwasher if I haven't done that already this morning. I like to make sure that my sink is empty every single night and all the dishes are in the dishwasher sitting until it's full. And then once it's full, I'll wash it and then empty it in the morning. Me personally, I try to stay off my phone until after I'm back from the gym. So a couple hours before I get my day going, mainly because it really can just distract me and cause me to procrastinate negatively affect my mood if I'm on my phone a ton, because I already work a lot for my phone. And it already is extremely easy for me to get distracted. So if I'm on my phone too much, there's too many places and like different apps that I can get lost in. So that is why I really try to stick to staying off of it as much as I can before, unless it's just like texting or something. But that's pretty much it. That is my specific morning routine. I just wanted to share with you guys my morning routine, my nighttime routine, just to see if maybe they would motivate you to do the same for yourself. And also if it is something that you're looking to do to maybe wake up earlier, this is exactly how to do it for real. Like I would totally, totally kind of follow this blueprint a little bit. You don't have to use all my stuff again, but put the things that you want to make sure you're getting done in there, take out the stuff that you don't want to do. And I really think that you'll have success, but for real having a morning routine and a nighttime routine has seriously changed my life completely for the better. And in the terms of mental health, mood, productivity, mindset, perspective throughout the day, and it causes me to be way more organized, tidy, and prepared for every day. So I really do encourage you to try it out for yourself. You do not need to do everything that I do because that's what works for me specifically, but find what works for you. Try to wake up just a little bit earlier and get your day going. And if your life doesn't positively improve, 
I would be shocked. Like if you decide to start waking up earlier and you tell me like, you know what, Michaela, I tried it and it was the worst time of my life. I would say, I don't believe you because you wouldn't be telling me that if it was working out for you. Um, if you were sticking to it. So definitely try it out. And if you hate it for some reason, come and fight me personally. But so my mental health tip of the week would be to just put this to the test to wake up earlier, try to wake up earlier, or even just a little bit earlier, Monday through Fridays for a week and let me know how it goes. Or you could even make it a little bit easier on yourself and just try to create a little bit of a morning routine to start or a nighttime routine. Um, you know, do whatever you want, but just try, try one of those out and let me know what you think. But yeah, DM me anything that you want. If you guys want me to talk about certain subjects, if you want to just tell me how this is going, if you just want to say something, just DM me. My DMs are always open and I'd love to talk to you guys. Life update for me, not a ton other than what I already shared in this episode. I have been working less in dental hygiene and I've been working more at home to get my goals up and running. And I've been seeing a lot of success with that. And I currently, it's Saturday and I'm having FOMO for sure because all of my friends are together in North Carolina for my best friend's husband's birthday. Birthday. So they're all freaking on a party bus and they're all sloshed and they're just having so much fun. And yeah, I definitely wish I was there, but I'm glad that I'm able to stick to my goals still and kind of get this stuff done and be filling up my cup and you know, all the things I feel like all these things that are happening currently in my life are really, really, really freaking good. And I hope that really good things are happening in your life too, but I love you so freaking much. And I will see you guys next Monday.